0: Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house, and the place where
1: thine honor dwelleth. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord and grant O most merciful father for his sake that we may hereafter live a godly righteous and sober life to the glory of thy holy name amen grant we beseech thee merciful lord to thy faithful people pardon and peace that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind through jesus christ our lord amen our father
0: And our mouth shall show forth thy praise.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
0: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: Praise ye the Lord.
0: The Lord's name be praised.
1: Psalm 91 begins on page 554. Whoso dwelleth under the defense of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty.
0: I will say unto the Lord, Thou art my hope and my stronghold, my God, in him will I trust.
1: For he shall deliver thee from the snare of the hunter, and from the noisome pestilence.
0: He shall defend thee under his wings, and thou shalt be safe under his feathers. His faithfulness and truth shall be thy shield and buckler.
1: Thou shalt not be afraid for any terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day.
0: For the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the sickness that destroyeth in the noonday.
1: A thousand shall fall beside thee, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee.
0: Yea, with thine eyes shalt thou behold, and see the reward of the ungodly.
1: For thou, Lord, art my hope, thou hast set thine house of defense very high.
0: There shall no evil happen unto thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling.
1: For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways.
0: They shall bear thee in their hands, that thou hurt not thy foot against a stone.
1: Thou shalt go upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou tread under thy feet.
0: Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him up, because he hath known my name.
1: He shall call upon me, and I will hear him. Yea, I am with him in trouble. I will deliver him and bring him to honor.
0: With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
0: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 10th verse of the fifth chapter of the Book of Daniel. The Queen, because of the words of the King and his Lords, came to the banquet hall. The queen spoke, saying, O king, live forever. Do not let your thoughts trouble you, nor let your countenance change. There is a man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy God. And in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father the king, made him chief of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. Inasmuch as an excellent spirit, knowledge, understanding, interpreting dreams, solving riddles and explaining enigmas were found in this daniel whom the king named Belteshazzar. now let daniel be called and he will give the interpretation then daniel was brought in before the king the king spoke and said to daniel are you that daniel who is one of the captives from judah whom my father the king brought from judah I have heard of you that the spirit of God is in you and that light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found in you. Now the wise men, the astrologers have been brought in before me that they should read this writing and make known to me its interpretation, but they could not give the interpretation of the thing. And I have heard of you that you can give interpretations and explain enigmas. Now, if you can read the writing and make known to me its interpretation, you shall be clothed with purple and have a chain of gold around your neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom here ends the first lesson
1: together the Magnificat, my soul doth magnify the lord and my spirit hath rejoiced in god my savior for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden for behold from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed for he that is mighty hath magnified me and holy is his name and his mercy is on them that fear him Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: Here begins the 24th verse of the 24th chapter of the Book of Acts. And after some days, when Felix came with his wife Drusilla, who was Jewish, he sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. Now as he reasoned about righteousness, self-control, and the judgment to come, Felix was afraid and answered, Go away for now. When I have a convenient time, I will call for you. Meanwhile, he also hoped that money would be given him by Paul, that he might release him. Therefore, he sent for him more often and conversed with him. But after two years, Portius Festus succeeded Felix, and Felix, wanting to do the Jews a favor, left Paul bound. Now, when Festus had come up to the province, after three days, he went up from Caesarea to Jerusalem. Then the high priest and the chief men of the Jews informed him against Paul, and they petitioned him, asking a favor against him, that he would summon him to Jerusalem, while they lay in ambush along the road to kill him. But Festus answered that Paul should be kept at Caesarea, and that he himself was going there shortly. Therefore he said, Let those who have authority among you go down with me and accuse this man, to see if there is any fault in him. And when he had remained among them more than ten days, he went down to Caesarea and the next day sitting on the judgment seat he commanded paul to be brought when he had come the jews who had come down from jerusalem stood about and laid many serious complaints against paul which they could not prove while he answered for himself neither against the law of the jews nor against the temple nor against caesar have i offended in anything at all but festus wanting to do the jews a favor answered paul and said are you willing to go up to jerusalem and there be judged before me concerning these things so Paul said, I stand at Caesar's judgment seat, where I ought to be judged. To the Jews I have done no wrong, as you very well know. For if I am an offender or have committed anything deserving of death, I do not object to dying. But if there is nothing in these things of which these men accuse me, no one can deliver me to them. I appeal to Caesar. Then Festus, when he had conferred with the council, answered, You have appealed to Caesar, to Caesar you shall go. Here ends the second lesson.
1: Gather
0: And make thy chosen people joyful.
1: O Lord, save thy people.
0: And bless thine inheritance.
1: Give peace in our time, O Lord.
0: For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety.
1: O God, may clean our hearts within us.
0: And take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
1: Lord of all power and might who art the author and giver of all good things, graft in our hearts the love of thy name, increase in us true religion, nourish us with all goodness, and of thy great mercy keep us in the same, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Um, Good Friday to you. That's uh today I've been filling in at our work and it's uh I remember the saying, um, thank God it's Friday and I understand why again. I like being partially retired more. So it we prayed for true religion um in our colic today. We prayed uh, increase in us true religion. And the the powers in our scriptures today, this religion that we pray for, is pitted against the temporal powers of the world, first in Daniel's time and then in St. Paul's time. The leaders of the kingdoms of this world mistake their positions as positions of power. Today's psalm fits nicely today as we read about God's protection for his people. We see a verse that was misquoted by Satan and is made famous by that. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. This reminds us that the world, the flesh, and the devil will use whatever means necessary to try to defeat the people of God. But the psalm itself reminds us that God is in charge and he is our protection. Look at the similarities between the passages in Daniel and the passage in um in our gospel for today. So in in we have the king, the grandson of or great grandson of Nebuchadnezzar. They refer to Nebuchadnezzar as his father, but they also use those same words for grandparents. Um, he's about to lose that kingdom, and tomorrow we'll read that he actually loses it that very night. And so they're they're surrounded, the Chaldeans are surrounded by the Persians. And, um, so they're, they brought out all the Jewish, um, the finery, the, the goblets and all that, and they're drinking and, and, uh, trying to forget their troubles. And so, um, they're not in a good place, even though they think they're in power. And then we have Felix and Festus, and Felix had avoided Paul for a long time because he felt um, scared around Paul. And part of the fear was Felix didn't live a good life. He actually, uh, when you read about Drusilla, in the first verse, that's his young wife, who's probably about eighteen years old, and she was married to someone else. And apparently, she was um, fairly good looking or pleasing, and and Felix <clears throat> stole her away from her first husband, and and he knew he was wrong. And being around Paul, I think the and when you're wrong and you're you're in this in the presence of God, all your all your uh, sin just comes evident and it weighs you down. So um, Belshazzar, the grandson of Nebuchadnezzar, would be gone that night. Uh, Festus, who comes and takes over for the Romans, and he's trying to curry favor with the Romans, and he'll be gone in two years. And the only reason he escapes death, he did such a lousy job. In this position that when he went back to Rome he would have faced death but his brother was was pretty um, influential and when you think about it over time it seems like Rome lasted a long time but at that point they've only got 400 years to go so they're not going to be around forever either so Belsajar is told to call on Daniel for an interpretation of the writing on the wall Festus hears Paul and wants to offer him back to the Jews as kind of a peace offering. So both these worldly men encounter men of God who are known and the power of God is made evident in their lives. Um, And so they, they think they have power. They think they hold the power and in reality God is in charge. And we'll read more about that for Belshazzar tomorrow. Um, point I want to make, the repetitive nature of the attacks, and when I say repetitive, we see it in every generation where the world attacks the people of God. We see Daniel, of course, getting attacked. The Israelis always got attacked. Everybody was trying to wipe out the Hebrews throughout history. And uh, so the people of God are always on trial. And so the point I wanted to make about that is as Christian people, even when we're um, not aware of it, people are watching us and, and looking at us. And so I'm not going to worry about that and be anxious, but I'm just going to know that they're looking at me. And so, of course, the best defense for that is to, to live a life of prayer and and honor and and have faith in God and daniel had reached an age when you think about it he was nebuchadnezzar's advisor and this is his grandson or great-grandson so you would think daniel had reached an age where he might be listened to and respected rather than ignored and put away until um till he was needed um when when um, belshazzar's um, the Queen came and told her about told him about him. Paul was set aside and forgotten until Festus saw a political opportunity in trying him so once again, it just shows that um, the world thinks they're in charge, but really God is in charge it's interesting Daniel even serves the next ruler, even though now we 're going to change it's not just changing kings we 're changing uh, political countries who are running the um, running the show and so daniel will serve the next ruler and he will get attacked again and he has a date with some cats um that that uh, we've read about and looking forward to reading again paul is on his way to rome and this is the place where he would increase the His work would increase the Church of God, and he would finish his ministry. So each of these men chose God over the world, and we face this decision each day. Do we stand faithful to our God, whose service is perfect freedom, knowing that we are in his will, or as those deceived by the world's offerings? Joshua asked the people of Israel to choose whom they would serve, the gods of this world, or the one true God, and concluded, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I'm reminded of a response of King Tyrion, the last king of Narnia, when facing uh, the grave danger of the of the false god and the attacks of the world around him. And, um, he told the the young ones from um, the world who had visited were visiting Narnia. He said, "But courage, child. We are all between the paws of the true Aslan." So, I'd like to conclude with a thought from today's psalm, the first few verses of 91. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. So, just a few thoughts on the scriptures. I'd like to move to the intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon our relations friends and neighbors reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil and give them repentance and better minds be merciful to all who are in any trouble especially those for whom we make our supplications at this
0: time And do thou, the God
1: of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Aaliyah, for helping me out. Great job reading, and and want to thank everybody for being with us today. It's really great to pray with all of you.
0: Thanks, Dick and Bob. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Have a good Thank evening, you. everyone. Have a good evening. Good night. Right, good weekend, good night. everybody. Bye bye.